All right, this is like two years down the road. Okay. You are uh, still living in Los Angeles. Okay. You're doing comedy and stuff. Okay. You're trying to pit. Uh, you've gotten a couple of different uh, opportunities to like, uh, you know, like a pitch ideas to different networks and stuff. Okay. None of them work. That's the biz, baby. You go to CBS and they're like, what do you have for us? And you're like, here's what it is. It's pro wrestling, except it's just like morbidly obese men. And they're like, what? And you're like, yeah, it'd be kind of cool. They don't go for it. One of your ideas, you're like, uh, why would I pitch that to CBS? I mean, like, to be honest, that's a show that if it came on, I'd, I'd watch it. So that, yeah, that's why you pitched it. Yeah. Like I, your thing is you're, you're, uh, the way you look at this, your philosophy is like, if I'm not pleasing me, then oh, who am okay. I pleasing? But am I, am I like gainfully employed or anything or no? Oh man. So I'm just coasting, taking big risks at these meetings. Yeah. Oh, yikes. You had, you had a sold a screenplay about two years ago. Oh, God. And then, uh, the, 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 like, they, Pictures bought it and actually, like, paid you enough that you could kind of coast on it for, like, two years. But Okay. Here we are. Uh, Clock's ticking. Yeah. No job. The screen, no. The screen, yeah. Yeah. The screenplay you wrote was <sighs> called uh, Even God Needs a Wingman. Oh, <laughs> what? And it's about an angel working as God's wingman. It's like a romantic comedy taking place in heaven. With God. Like somebody's trying to set God up on a date or something. The, Ju- the Judeo-Christian God, yeah. And so um, it never, yeah, it never gets made. But like you, well, you sell it, you know. How much do I, I sell it for? Uh, $80,000. Okay. That I mean, hey, that feels great. Selling a piece of shit like that for $80,000. Yeah, you don't like, it doesn't bother you. You're just like, yeah, this is just, you know, so, something uh, yeah. I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As you're working on your own stuff. So, you know, you're still doing comedy and stuff like that. But like I said, you're kind of like running out of money. Okay. And I have no like prospects for selling anything else or. Nothing at all. You wrote uh, a screenplay that kind of got you like unofficially blacklisted from Hollywood. What? What? What the fuck uh, are you talking about? You wrote a screenplay that really rubbed people the wrong way. What do you mean by that? It was a screenplay. You wrote this like uh, action comedy about how the earth is actually flat and how government agencies are lying and, uh, they're saying it's round when it's not round. It's actually flat, and it's actually hung, uh, held up by a French waiter. Uh, and that was kind of your main point of this movie. And people were pissed. Wait, those dudes like made fun of Kim Jong-un, right? Or Kim jong Which one? I'm sorry? What's the, the, the Seth Rogen movie where the, the one that like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Kim Jong-un, yeah. Yeah, I mean... That does. That sounds way worse than what I just did. How did I get blackballed for just talking about the flat Earth? A lot of people don't know this, but a, there are a lot of very high up people in Hollywood who are flat Earthers. Um, 
they all believe that uh, the earth is flat. It's a flat disc. The water falls off the edge and the water is actually caught by the French waiter that holds up the, uh, yeah, the flat disc, the waiter of the world, the waiter that we, we, as as you can't see. Le garçon du le monde. Yeah. He he is, you can't, he's never been witnessed. I mean, not that you know of. Somebody would fucking notice that, Pat. How if he's holding up a disc? How do we not see him? Uh, the fir- you kind of were like wondering about that. You actually talked to uh, Neil Armstrong, and you and you 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 went uh, you went there, and you kind of like at this point you were like pretending to be like a journalist. Yeah. So you're like, you know, oh, let me talk to you about this. And at one point you just go like, hey, let me ask you something. When you went to the the moon, was the Earth round? And like he gets a look in his eyes, a faraway look. And he says, under his breath, he just says, La garçon du lemon. <laughs> he looks back at you and he goes, he goes, get the hell out of my house. Oh he, my like, he like strikes you several times. He what? grabs a butcher's knife. You, like, you have to like run out of the fucking house. Man, that sucks. So bad. Man, that gets me blackballed from Hollywood. Yeah. So what happens is, um, due to the flat Earth truthers, you're, you're kind of like screwed as far as writing goes. But you're still doing stand up. Like you actually, uh, you have a, a gig on a Saturday night. It's at a rest. It's at a bar in L.A. Uh, called the um, the Los Angeles Bakers. And what it is is it is like uh, it's a bar, but they also like bake different breads and uh, pastries and okay. stuff throughout the night. And so, you know, uh, you go there to, to do uh, a show. Yeah. Uh, the, na- the name of the show is um, Come Laugh and Then Eat Some Bread. <sighs> it's hosted by this guy. That's the, that's the worst name of any show that's ever been set on here. <laughs> what do you mean? Come laugh and then eat some bread is hands down the worst, most literal. Well, I mean, you know, it's a bakery that and they sucks. serve. Yeah. So. That fucking sucks. So, uh, you know, you're, you're doing the show there. It's hosted by this guy. He's this um, up and coming comic in Los Angeles. Uh, his name is Kurt. Vassals. Kurt Vassals? Yeah, he hosts the show. And so uh, you uh, perform, and um, yeah, he brings you up, and he goes like, are you guys ready? And everyone's like, Wah! like screaming their fucking hearts out. And uh, you go up, and you have probably top five best sets you've ever had in your life. At this bar show in L.A.? Yeah. I just murder. You go up and it's like the first 15 minutes is just riff city. The mayor. You think of yourself as the mayor of riff city. Like for a moment, halfway through the performance, you kind of look over and there's a mirror backstage and you can see your, like your reflection in the mirror as you dressed like a mayor. And you kind of blink and it goes away. <laughs> after after the 15 minutes of Rift City, you go into your prepared material and people uh, you people are eating out of your hand, dude. 
like you fucking murder. That's great. That probably feels very good. Oh, it feels pretty good, baby. <laughs> Why do you say it like that? So you you, uh, you get off stage and um, <laughs> you go backstage and um, standing there is this is this guy. He's dressed in like a like a tan suit. Backstage. Yeah, slicked back hair. Yeah. He puts his hand out. He goes, uh, "Aaron, that was hilarious. My name is uh, Jimmy Scaratini. Can I speak to you real quick?" Do you shake his hand? Yeah. You shake his hand, and for just a second, you smell roasted garlic in Sicily. Yeah. He's like, uh, he goes, Aaron, that was absolutely uh, hilarious. He goes, my name is Jimmy Scaratini. I'm kind of like a a businessman uh, around town, if you know what I'm saying. He like winks at you. And for a moment, you know fear. (laughs) Yeah. And he's basically like, uh, he's like, Aaron, I would love to have you uh, perform uh, at, I'm having a party tonight. You're hilarious. I would love for you to perform there. Yeah, how much time am I doing? He goes, I, I, I do whatever, uh, 10 to 15 minutes, $389. Yeah. Where do you live? He gives you the address. Like, when listen, do I like, need like, to be there? Tonight by nine. Okay. So uh, you kind of like uh, look at the address and you're like, oh, okay, I know this area or whatever. You go home, take a nap. You go out to the gig. Yeah. And right as you uh, arrive, uh, you, you, you take a, a lift. Okay. The, the lift driver was this guy named L. Brandy. <laughs> yeah. And he was probably the most dangerous lift driver <laughs> you've ever had. Really? Yeah, dude. Like, he was, like, swerving. Like, he didn't have, like, a seatbelt on. Like, <laughs> his car was beeping the entire time. And he didn't give a fuck. <laughs> so just beeping. Like yeah. something's going wrong. Like, something's up. At one point, um, he, like, you're coming to this guy's place, and you're like, he's not slowing down at all. And what he does is, even though he's in the far right lane, there's, like, the right lane going one way, the, l- the left lane going the other way, and the middle is, like, for, you know, passing. Turn, the and turn lane. Turning, yeah. So, but instead of turning into the turn lane, he just turns hard left from, <laughs> from the, the far right, right lane. Yeah. And his car bottoms out so bad. <laughs> I'm ready to be fuck. He is <laughs> yeah. so pissed. Like, when he drops you off, you go, have a good night, and he just doesn't say anything. <laughs> well, it's a wild ride without Brandy. So uh, you, you get out of the uh, the car again. He says like nothing. Um, you walk into this uh, private party and um, you go up and it's crazy. Because remember when I said that last gig you did was like the probably top five? Yeah. This is probably your top three. Whoa. Best, best performances you've ever done. Man. At this point, you just do you just do Rift City the entire time. Yeah. Okay. And the, the same thing happens when you look over and you see like your reflection of chandelier <laughs> as you dress like a you know small town mayor, and so, and you blink and it, like it goes away immediately. You mean I'm like you, wearing like a suit and stuff? Yeah. And you go up and you just like like I said it it is an incredible performance. You just are like doing crap. There's a guy there. 
um, and you, you start talking to this guy immediately because uh, he's wearing like a giant robe. Yeah. And um, on the back of the robe, it says 3J. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he has on his he has two incredibly beautiful women on his arms. <laughs> and so you, you, you go, you kind of look over and you just go, who, who are you, dude? And everyone starts <laughs> yeah. laughing. Yeah. He turns around and points at the back of his uh, oh, robe no. where says 3J. And you go, 3J? And he goes, the name's uh, Jim Jam Jar. <laughs> and like, you're like, holy fuck. The first half of your set is just talking to this guy. Talking to 3J. 3J. And 3J is in a great mood. Like yeah, 3J is be, like wouldn't into you? it. Yeah. He's just, he's just like into it. So like your, your, your set goes incredibly. They, uh, they pay you. They're like, you know, hang out. They go, you know, but you know what? You did really well. So we included a little bit of a bonus in there. Oh, so that's they great. actually, they actually pay you like 500 bucks. That uh, rules. Is there food at this party? That's number two. Oh yeah. All right. Bunch of, uh, various you know party food salted salted meats and stuff yeah they got a little uh charcuterie tray oh dude there is charcuterie on charcuterie (laughs) on charcuterie (laughs) okay so you're having a a pretty good time and uh at one point you kind of like I kind of like just kind of aimlessly walking around this guy's, you know, garden or whatever. You get down to kind of like the bottom of the garden and you see like a bunch of like really beautiful flowers. Okay. And you're like, oh, this is interesting. And you're like, well, I should probably turn around and go back. And right as you turn around, uh, you just hear, uh, hey, Aaron. Oh, no. What do you do? I look for the the voice. You turn around and you're like, you don't see anyone there. And you're like, you kind of think, oh, I probably just like, you know, hallucinated or, or thought I heard something that wasn't there. Whatever. Yeah. So you turn around and then you just hear, hey, Aaron, down here, buddy. <laughs> I look towards the voice. You kind of look down and uh, you're looking at a uh, an orange rose and you kind of and you kind of go like there's no way the voice came from that and you kind of blank and go blah, 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 what and it, and you kind of like notice that the, the, the rose opens up a little bit and now it has like googly eyes and like a mouth that extends past the frame of its face oh no and he goes uh hi aaron i'm freddie the flower oh no freddie the flower Fred the Flower goes on to explain uh, that he is part of this intelligence network called the Parliament of Roses. Oh, and no. basically anywhere that there's a rose of any color, a rose, any rose, the Parliament of Roses can see what's going on. And you believe them, dude. <sighs> anywhere Fred there's the- a rose. Fred of the Flower goes on to explain that, uh, like, at, at one point, at one point, you look down, and it's, it's not only just that it has googly eyes and like a, a and like a, a smile that extends beyond its frame. Yeah, yeah. It's wearing a uh, like a beanie with a propeller on it. <laughs> yeah. 
Is the propeller moving? It is going so fast. <laughs> All the time? Yeah, dude. Your eye can barely perceive it. Oh, like a hummingbird. So, uh, Fred of the Flower uh, goes on to tell you that uh, he, he, goes, uh, he goes, Hey, Aaron. He goes, I can help you out. I can give you whatever you want, buddy. You just got to do one thing. What's that? You have to kill a man. Oh, no. He goes on to explain that there is a, a guest uh, at the party, this guy named uh, Texas Jim. <laughs> and he... Is that uh, his te- legal name? Or is that like a nickname? No one really knows. <laughs> but he goes on to explain that uh, Texas Jim is uh, this guy. He's like a really important businessman, but he's also like a serial killer. And he is planning on killing someone at that party tonight. Okay. Basically, he goes, you have to step in and kill this guy. And he goes, and I'll give you whatever you want. Whatever (laughs) I want. He goes, whatever I want. One of the the googly eyes kind of winks at you. Oh, man. And I have to kill a man who is a killer. How am I going to do that? He goes, it's up to you, buddy. I'm not armed. He goes, he got how am I going to get away with killing a man at a party full of people? He goes, well, I can help you if you say, pretty please, Steve. What? Pretty, he goes, pretty please, Steve? He goes, say the magic phrase, buddy. Pretty please, Steve? Who is Who the fuck is Steve? <laughs> That's the magic phrase. Do you say it? Yeah. Yeah, I say pretty please, Steve. Suddenly there's like a bolt of lightning that comes <laughs> comes down and you're holding in your hand Thor's hammer. Okay. Molnir. It's like a coin operated uh hammer. Yeah. Yeah, there's like a like there's like a slit on the side for like a yeah. coin. What do you do? Do I have any change on me? You look down into your uh, your pocket, and you have like a lot of change. Great. Um, I guess I would activate the hammer. I would put my change in the hammer. You put your change in the hammer, and you activate it, and you feel fucking incredible. Great. You feel the strongest you've ever been. You feel like the smartest you've ever been. That's a, a lot. You look down, your dick is like so much bigger than it was. Okay. I'm talking like seven inches flaccid. So I have a I have a seven inch long flaccid penis. I feel really smart and really strong. And I just know that I have a seven inch long flaccid penis. You just know, dude. I just know. Um, do I look any different? You look. You have like long golden hair. Well, this doesn't do me any fucking good. Seven I inch penis. I have to trick him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you kind of sit there. No, and you, no, you think, wait, no, wait, no, wait, no, wait. This is dumb. 
I'm Thor, right? Yeah. Do I know who the guy is? Yeah. So you think to yourself, like, all right, here I go. And I you, walk uh, in there as Thor. And you I lift find your him, ha- and I just, I just bonk him right on the, uh, right on the head with it. You lift your hammer, and you go, uh, and, and you scream. Everyone looks at you, and you go, "The justice of the Odin son is here." And you go to swing at him, uh, and you miss. Oh, great. You go like soaring uh, outside into the uh, deep space because like you threw it so fucking hard. I was hitting with a hit. At one point, you uh, you hit uh, Saturn and you go around it and yeah. you go like sent back towards the Earth. And now you're going very fucking fast, probably about uh, nine times uh, the speed of light. Great. You crash into the Earth and uh, destroy it. Everyone on Earth dies. You break every bone in your body, but you don't die because you're Thor. Why? So you just sort of like a float in a space, uh, like just feeling really bad. How long till uh, this coin runs out? You know what I mean? <laughs> you look down and you kind of get the feeling like it's going to last for a minute. So you kind of just float through space after destroying Earth and killing everyone on there. And uh, at one point, you kind of like you. look and like. I finally your bones knit back together and you're like, huh, man, I'm starting to feel okay. Uh, the, uh, the hammer runs out of time because of the quarter and, yeah. uh, you turn to solid ice in outer space. Great. Thank God. And you die. Fuck you. You get sucked into a black hole. What happens next is not my tale to tell. I'm ending this one. <laughs>